Hello everyone and welcome to the Bavarian Podcast Works preview show. This is I Need No Name today and I will be talking about Bayern Munich's upcoming game against Hoffenheim in the Bundesliga. This is an interesting game for a myriad of reasons but most of all the fact is that we have fans back in the stadium the full complement of 75k at the Allianz Arena and it's going to be the first time since the beginning of the pandemic that we will have everyone including the ultras back so it's going to be a great atmosphere. It's too bad that Julian Nagelsmann will miss it because he has tested positive for the COVID-19 and therefore he has to quarantine. He has symptoms but it does not seem to be too severe and given his age and the fact that he's already vaccinated I don't think he will have to be quarantined for very long. He might even be back by Tuesday if he gets a negative test by then. So that might be the case for today's game and it's an interesting game also because Hoffenheim you know, the team that Nagelsmann used to coach, they have been a thorn in Bayern's side for a very long time now. Last season, if anyone remembers this, we had just beaten Schalke 8-0 and everyone was like, oh my god, Bayern Munich are the greatest team in the world, which we were at the time, I should remind everyone. But everyone is like, Bayern Munich are the greatest team in the world, no one can stop them, they're so scary, 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 scary. And then suddenly Hoffenheim comes up with Sebastian Honus at the helm, you know, former Bayern 2 coach, and he's like, ha, I don't care. Kramerich shows up and he beats us, silly. 4-1, no, he just makes it look easy. And that was such a weird thing to happen, but it's kind of characteristic of Hoffenheim ever since Nagelsmann took to- took over. In fact, it you could say that Nagelsmann is going to have to beat the monster that he created, and he's going to have to do it while effectively on a conference call because he's not going to be in the stadium, I think. He's going to be at home in his Munich home and he's going to have to call Dino Topmuller and be in constant contact with him. I don't know even if you're allowed to do that in the the dugout, whether you're allowed to have contact like that. But any case, Dino Topmuller will be in charge during the game. And that's one of the main reasons I think that we won't see too many surprises in terms of tactics. Nagelsmann will decide to go with what the players know, which is a standard 4-2-3-1. Now, the thing about Hoffenheim is that it presents a very interesting chance for one of our young players, a guy who's on loan, Chris Richards, someone who is rated highly by those who watch the youth teams and those who really want um, an American youth to come through for the USMNT. Now, full disclosure, I'm not American. I don't care about the USMNT, but I think Chris Richards is really good. He's a really talented player, and I want to see him succeed because it would be an example of our youth system churning out talent once again. The best way for any player to show what they've got is to perform against Bayern. If you want to play at Bayern, you need to show that you can perform against Bayern. And I remember Gnabry and Sula, they were both at Hoffenheim and they showed that they could perform against Bayern and that's what got them their contracts here. And Richards, I hope he's been starting regularly for Hoffenheim and I don't think he's injured this time. So he should be able to play against us and I hope to see him perform really well. Not too well, mind you, I do want to see Lewandowski score, but really well, well enough that the guy sitting up top, Khan and Hernes and, um, you know, Heiner, they all take notice and they decide, okay, this guy is pretty good, maybe we should keep him around. Not to the extent that, you know, you let Zula, you know, his contract expire, but maybe to the extent that you decide not to buy Rudiger on the transfer market. Okay, that's enough of Hoffenheim, let's talk about buying Munich. And buying without... You know, Nagelsmann at the bench, I already said, we're going to see a standard 4-2-3-1, which is not something we saw against Benfica. Benfica, we rolled out with a 
back three and i think that was mainly because alfonso davies was out injured now davies's um injury was confirmed to be very minor and it was said that he would be back by the Hoffenheim game so that's the information I'm working with mind you I am recording this on a Thursday night in India so I have no following information that might come out in announcements press conferences or something so I'm hoping that Davies will be able to play and if he does he will start at left back I'm pretty sure of it then we have Lucas Hernandez who is probably I mean he's still a free man so he can play and he probably will start given that he was subbed off in the Benfica game just to preserve his stamina a little. He's gonna start at left center back alongside Nicolas Zula and at right back. Right back okay this is a little bit of a how should I say it it's a little bit of a um, controversial subject but I really don't want to see Benjamin Pavard start. I really, 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 really don't want to see him start. Like, I am tired of him, man. I am so, so done with him. He can't attack. He, I, I don't want to go into it. If you want to know what I think about Benjamin Pavard, the full rant, just go and check out our Benfica postgame podcast. I go deep into what's wrong with Benjamin Pavard. But that being said, I think Nagelsmann has an obligation to start Pavard again. And keep giving him minutes just to get his form back. This is the part of the season where you know you can afford a few slightly slower performances from your players. And also, since the rest of the team is performing so well, maybe Pavard could get back into form while he's carried by his teammates. It's not something that I like. I would much rather see Stanisic get those minutes and use them to develop. I think Stanisic is a very talented young man. Not always properly rated mind you even i think i underestimated him and i still do underestimate him because i don't understand what his exact talents are he has footballing intelligence he knows where to stand but that is all he seems to have he doesn't seem to have any outstanding technical ability he doesn't seem to have any incredible pace he's not very tall he's not very fast he's not very physical so what is that left if if you can be a world-class footballer with just just positioning well Thomas Muller has shown you that but Thomas Muller also has incredible uh, shooting awareness he has nose for goal and I don't know if Stanisic has those things as well but Stanisic does remind some people of Philip Lahm and I do get that feeling from him as well he's quiet but he is quietly effective so hopefully Stanisic gets some minutes at least even if he doesn't start and maybe Pavard will start as well I don't know I don't want to see it but maybe it'll happen and Look, I'm not against Pavard, I'm not against him getting back into form, but on balance, I would rather see the young guy with a huge future ahead of him start over the guy who is currently, should be doing a lot better. In midfield, now, Leon Goretzka, he sat out the Benfica match with a cold. We have not received any confirmation if it's the coronavirus. If it is, then he will definitely miss this next game, but if it isn't, then he probably will be able to play. Now, assuming that it isn't the coronavirus, I'm pretty sure he will play instead of Marcel Zabitzer, who started against Benfica. And Zabitzer, I just have to point out, again, this was in a post-game podcast recorded by me, but Zabitzer was pretty poor against Benfica. I think he was pretty disappointing, and he has been disappointing since coming to Bayern. Being the RB Leipzig captain, someone who was already used to Nagelsmann system, you think he would be doing much better by now. Anyway, this is not the game to start him in. I think with Nagelsmann out, you want to start as much of a rock-steady lineup as possible, and that means starting Kimmich and Goretzka in the middle. Sabitzer can come on in the 60th minute when we have the game wrapped up, or even if we don't have the game wrapped up, hopefully a one or two goal lead. I want to see that happen. 
the attack the attack is interesting because there are a lot of options you have in attack for Nagelsmann. Lewandowski and Muller are set in stone, so I don't want to talk about them. We can probably expect to see Chupa Moting come on, maybe, just to give one of them a little bit of rest. It's, you know, you have Gladbach coming up in midweek, so you don't want to burn out all your players so early and, you know, make it more difficult for you to progress in the DFP Pokal. I mean, you don't want to get knocked out in the second round of the DFP Pokal for two years in a row now, would you? So Nagelsmann will probably decide to have Lewandowski play for 60 to 75 minutes and again sub him off for Chupa Moting. But on the wings, now this is interesting, I think Gnabry will start on the right because he was rested from the beginning against Benfica, although he did come on in the 65th minute. And I think on the left, I really, really, really want to see Muziala start there. Like, Muziala has not started in a very long time. And I know that one of our commenters, I think it was Frank Mo, he mentioned that he's getting really worried with Muziala's development. And I have to agree, Muziala was getting more consistent minutes on the flick. And I don't know why Nagelsmann has reserved. That seems to have reversed his trajectory. Like, I get that Sane is performing really well, but that's another concern of mine as well, that Sane is having to play so many minutes, and both Flick and Nagelsmann seem to be relying on him so heavily in this new half-space playmaker role that he seems to have discovered. Um, Sane should be relied upon. I mean, that's what he was bought for. And I remember that his injury record before his ACL injury at Manchester City, it was pretty, pretty good. So... It's not like we have to worry that much about him, but even so, I don't want to risk him just by overplaying him. You don't want, you know, to have your players too tired out, and that's something that Pep Guardiola always made a mistake. He always tired out the players in the first start of the season, and then in the second half, we had nothing in the tank. So, I don't want to see that happen, and Muziana is so talented, why wouldn't you give him a chance? I mean, he, when he starts a game, he almost always gets... A goal or an assist and I think the last game he started was against Barcelona where almost all our other wingers were unavailable so I hope to see Musiala start I think Kingsley Coman and Leroy Sané would be good options off the bench and you would hope to see them Kingsley Coman again had a great performance against Benfica and won man of the match from UEFA even though I think Sané did better Coman was pretty effective and it's good to see him back running around the pitch with on full throttle after that, you know, kind of scary heart problem that he had that he had to get surgery for earlier in the season. It's good to see him back, and I hope that he does well. And I think that's all I have to say for this game. So things to look out for. Lewandowski, you know, he needs to keep scoring. We want to keep him, you know, getting all these goals so that he can get the Ballon d'Or. I want to see Muller get some more assists. He has been light on the assists this season, and, you know, compared to Hansi Flick's time in in charge of the club, Muller does not seem as involved with the team. Maybe with Nagelsmann out, Muller's role will be even more important because, you know, he's the assistant coach. So with the real coach out, the assistant coach has to take over. So top Muller and Muller, maybe that's a new combination we're looking forward to. And other than that, I really want to see Nagelsmann rotate some more. Maybe get Tangi Nyonzu on for one of the center backs. Maybe, you know, see Omar Richards at the back when Alfonso Davies, Alfonso Davies doesn't need to play the full 90, so hopefully we get to see Omar Richards again. Omar Richards has been starting a few lately, I mean, sorry, getting a few minutes lately, so I hope to see him get more minutes and slowly get into the groove of things at the Bundesliga level. So that's basically all I have to say for this game. As always, follow us on whatever podcasting platform you enjoy, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. 
We also have a blog that you can check out. We have full coverage of Bayern Munich there, including news, transfer analysis, actual match analysis, including match awards, observations. And we have a wonderful, vibrant community that is way better than Reddit or Twitter. And you just have to sign up and you can comment. And you and I'm there, Chuck, Samrin, everyone you can think of. We're all there. Tom as well. So you can just sign up and you can comment and we will answer your queries or whatever you want to talk to us about as always this was Bavarian Podcast Works I Need No Name and I hope to see you next time which will probably be our post game podcast right after the half and end game stay tuned and check out our other stuff good night <laughs>